Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Deaner, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hi, my beautiful friends, and welcome to my very first recorded podcast. So I'm Patty Diener. Um, I'm a mom of two grown beautiful daughters, wife of a retired fire battalion chief, and we are also farmers, and I am an entrepreneur, I am a writer, an author, and I do blogging. I mean, I just kind of dabble in all kinds of fun things. I'm currently a public school librarian, and I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about why I decided to do this. So for starters, um, the podcast, the way that it's going to be set up is um, every other podcast will be, uh, one will be solo with me, and then the next will be an interview with uh, all kinds of fantastic people, people that I really admire, people that have, uh, in one form or another, just really rocked this whole second act of life, whether they've experienced something that made a huge change or um, whether they've just always been the type of personality to seize the day. But I'm going to make sure that um, each and every podcast that I bring to you is hopefully going to inspire something within you to want to live your absolute best life. So let me begin a little bit with why I wanted to do the podcast itself. I um, have mentioned before that podcasts were never anything that I listened to before COVID and uh, 2020. I started listening to them because I found myself suddenly with more time because I was not allowed to go to work because of the restrictions. And I thought, you know, I need to fill this time with something productive, something that is going to be good for me because I was feeling like for a really long time, I'd been going down the wrong path. I just felt like there was something soul-crushing happening to me that I was really on the wrong path for my journey, and I just didn't know how to steer the ship back to the right course. So I thought, well, I'm going to just really look for anything inspirational that's going to help me, that's going to bring me back to where I should be. So I was you know, buying a lot of, I like inspirational books, self-help books, or whatever you want to call them. I mean, I'm really... For years, uh, I mean, even since my 20s, and I'm 53 now, but um, I, I mean, I read the Bible. I went to Bible study. Um, I love Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, Brene Brown. Um, I listened to Super Soul Sundays um, on television and those interviews 
with Oprah and all the people that she brought on. Uh, Brene Brown is really fantastic. If you guys have not ever listened to her speak, um, you can start with buying her book, Daring Greatly. It just really, it takes away the shame of all, you know, of all the things that are what make us human. <laughs> because really feeling shame is just something that we, we really need to not attach ourselves to. It doesn't bring anything good into your life. It's a really great book. Um, but listening to her speak is fantastic. Then there's, of course, Elizabeth Gilbert. I mean, who can forget Eat, Pray, Love? Uh, even if uh, you're a guy out there that was not your was not your bag, <laughs> I'm sure that uh, somebody you know has watched the movie, if not read the book. And quite honestly, I'm always a, a book person first. But her message was more important about living your life and your true self, and I really I really loved that. But also her book, uh, Big Magic, really touched me. Then there's Deepak Chopra. I mean, it's endless, you guys. Gabrielle Bernstein, um, I loved, super attractive. This is That's one of the books that I read during 2020. And um, Gabrielle Bernstein, super attractor. And I kind of was going down that path a little bit because I've read The Secret. I've watched The Secret. You know, I'm trying to bring in all this, all this positivity that I could possibly bring in because I knew somehow I was going to find myself, find my true self. And I loved how I felt when I would read these books. I loved where it took me. Um, and it opened my eyes to not only the simplicity of getting out of your head and just enjoying the moment, but it just really, it just grounded me to know that there was other people that were seeking the same types of things that I was seeking. When I was a child, my father had this plaque in our house and, um, and through, I don't know which uh, marriage it came from because uh, he's had a few, but um, somewhere along the way, he decided it wasn't for him. He asked me if I wanted it. And it's this beautiful, it's an old piece of wood and it's been, you know how people will take those, they'll burn into the wood things like uh, sayings or whatever. This is the entire uh Desiderata, I don't know if you guys have ever read that. It's got a phrase in it that says, you are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars, and you deserve to be here. And that always resonated with me. I always felt, felt like, oh my gosh. So no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how lost you might feel, I loved that saying. You know, you are a child of the universe. You are no less than the trees and the stars, and you deserve to be here. That is something I think everybody needs to hear. So positive affirmations have always been something I have grown to attach myself to. I just love them. At any rate, um, during 2020, and because I was home a lot with COVID, I decided to take the opportunity to be as creative as I can possibly be because I didn't have time with my regular day job to do all the things I normally wanted to do. So I busied myself with, you know, how can I, you know, use this time to learn my camera better and to learn to do, you know, videos better and to write more and to finish my book, which that summer of 2020, I'd planned on finishing my second novel. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a, a novelist and I'm been writing most of my life, but I, I published my first novel in 2019, which was about the Valley Fire that happened here in Lake County, California. But I was writing a much lighter, <laughs> less stressful book that I was hoping to finish that summer of 2020. And then I got ill. 
I didn't know what was wrong with me. Something, and it's like, of course, you know, everybody's saying, oh my gosh, you got the COVID. <laughs> and it wasn't that at all, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that it wasn't COVID. So of course I wanted to make sure I checked all my symptoms. No, I didn't fall in line with all the symptoms. There was something definitely wrong though. I had fatigue so badly that by one o'clock in the afternoon, it was very laborious to even raise my arms to pick up a glass to drink from. Um, I would go and lay down on my bed that I have here in my office and I would fall asleep and I wouldn't wake up for hours. And I just wasn't doing anything strenuous. I didn't have any reason to feel this badly. And then came the pain. I had body pain. I had headaches. Um, it just, I really thought there's something's really wrong. So I went to the doctor and lo and behold, I had had some sort of a virus that attacked my thyroid. If any of you out there have ever had a thyroid issue, it's like, oh, great. So I really am in my midlife now. You know, should start to fall apart on this woman. <laughs> so I was like, well, Christ, you can't, you know, believe how relieved and yet scared I was because it's like, okay, it's not, you know, something horrible, but yet, okay, your thyroid can screw up a lot of your body. So um, to make a very long story short, this went on for about six weeks of just feeling like garbage. And then um, my endocrinologist that I, you know, who knew that I was ever going to have to have one of those, an endocrinologist, um, they basically started monitoring me. Um, I never had to be treated. It was something that corrected itself, but it took from June of 2020 to March of 21 before I was fully healed again. And it, it's been really an interesting ride, but so it gives you a scare and you start thinking about, you know, I, I resort right back to wanting to live my best life. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, if something is minor is a thyroid issue can set me back this badly. What about people that have, you know, are constantly suffering with diabetes or cancer or God knows what other element, you know, there's a lot of things that are out there that keep people from living their best lives. And I was like, okay. One is I needed to take better care of myself. Two is it's like, okay, what is important to me in my life? What is it that I really want? And it was like, it's not about the things and it's not always about the doing, but yet for me, it was like, okay, how about doing what I want to be doing? And then it's like, all right, now I have to be on the path for figuring out those things. And then once I did figure out exactly what I wanted to do, I realized that's always going to be changing and it's okay. Um, I don't have to narrow it down to like a one thing or a, um, it's all or nothing kind of thing because then I started really analyzing my life, you guys, and I was looking back at, I've never been the kind of person that could do one thing and enjoy it forever because I get bored. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I need variety. I need, you know, all these different things in my life. It's like, okay, great. I, I might've, you know, conquered that, but now what about this? What about this? When I was in my twenties, um, I quit my job, which was a secure paycheck to decide I'm going to start my own preschool daycare. And I was scared to death because, okay, how do I know I'm going to be able to make enough money at that? Right. But I wanted to be able to raise my family myself. I didn't want to send my children away to be raised. And my husband was behind me, but I tell you, it was a really scary thing to quit my job and to do that. And I was very successful. As a matter of fact, I was always full. I had a full house constantly. I never 
lacked for getting, uh, you know, my little clientele, and they were just so cute, and I, and I really enjoyed doing what I did for the time that I did it. But at the same time, it's like after a while, I realized I was becoming um, sad, and I felt disconnected from my community because I, when you feel the need to be connected to your community and you can't, or for some reason you feel like you can't, so that was probably all in my head, um, I felt the need to get back out there. So what I did was eventually after taking a few um, odd jobs and some volunteer work just to get me back out there, my kids were finally in school and I you know, felt successful that I'd done that. They were off to school, so now it's time for me to get back out there. Um, I decided one day I was really tired of having to make that 45-minute drive over to the Napa Valley from where we live here in Lake County, California. We're so rural, and we didn't have a lot of um, services here to offer to our community. I thought, why can't we have a day spa right here in Lake County? I mean, I'm tired of having to go over the hill to get services like that. I loved getting pedicures. I loved having facials. I loved getting massage. And why not? We're only 45 minutes away and people here, we don't, they don't want to have to drive that far. So I had it in my mind that I would probably want to do something like that here, although I didn't know when or how. And I was running a lot during those days. And I was out for a run one day and decided to run into town and go to the post office rather than drive. And I was running past this absolutely adorable 1940s bungalow that was on the main street of town. It was currently being used as a house. And I thought, well, it's on main street, so it must be zoned for commercial. And I started peeking in the windows and lo and behold, it looked like it was being boxed up. Like whoever was in there was leaving. And I thought, all right, if this isn't the universe speaking to me, I've got to figure this out. Well, my husband, um, Charlie, he's amazing. He, he pretty much knows everybody. He has lived here in Lake County all his life and being in the fire service for as long as he had at the time, I came home and said, Hey, do you know who owns that building? Blah, blah, blah. And of course he did. And then moving fast forward, you guys, if any of you know anything about the past for me with, uh, with the chic boutique and spa, we had the cutest place in lower Lake California here. Um, that was, busy from the get-go. I mean, most businesses are in the red for at least the first five years. I was already in the black by year three. So it was very successful. Uh, we had services from, we had nail services, we had a hairdresser, we had an esthetician, we had two massage therapists, we had uh, tanning beds, and we had retail. And it was a ball. It was so much fun until it wasn't. <laughs> Because what happens when you're running a business? Um, something usually has to give. It's, it's a lot of work. And my children were still really needing me at the time. And then my husband went from a shift job position to where he was going to be a 40-hour straight 40-hour. And somebody had to be with the kids. So something had to give. And of course, it was me. And what I'm getting at, you guys, with all of this is I made changes constantly in life. I was constantly making changes. By the time I went to public education where I'm at right now, I had done several different jobs during my life. And I can't imagine that I will do any one thing forever because life is too short. So um, I just wanted to let you guys know that this podcast is going to be about getting a little bit out of your comfort zone. 
doing that which you might never have done before. I mean, I, I was 30 years old when I was trying to start that day spa and I didn't know the first thing about doing it. I had to put myself through school and it was a lot of work, but I, you know, it, if I want to do something, I figure out a way to do it because I'm creative. And if you're a creative person, whether you, I mean, my husband doesn't think he's a creative person, but yet he builds stuff all the time that he's never built before. He's built a bridge and he's, you know, he's constantly, he just built a barn. I mean, he, he never knew how to sheet, do sheetrock and tape and texture. And he taught himself to do those things. That's creativity. <laughs> I mean, if you're a creative, then you know that you can never stop because your heart's calling is going to cause you to want to create and to do and to see. I mean, I enjoy seeing new places. Travel is so wonderful to me and I would love to continue to do more of it. I know in 2020 and, and just even up till recently, we weren't able to do a whole lot of that. So if you travel, we're getting able to do that again now. Yes, let's do more of that. Um, but there is no shame in seeking more out of life. I mean, it's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. So, I mean, most of us have done at this time in our lives, we've done all the things that were expected of us. You know, we always were trying to do the right thing if we're raising the family or if we're taking care of our, our parents or um you know, whatever it is that we've been trying to do that is the right thing, don't forget it's okay to do what it is that you want as well. You have to make space for yourself. You have to allow yourself the growth because otherwise, why are we here? Life can be stifling. And let's face it, you guys, life is hard. It is very hard. And, and just in the last, I don't know, decade, I've lost so many people. And not only, you know, we're talking people that were young too. I can't imagine not living our lives the fullest that we can live and to the, to the best of our ability, because it seems like it would almost be a sin or a shame to just not do that, which is our life's calling because, you know, I don't know. I'm rambling here, you guys. But here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read something to you really quickly. So I wrote something that obviously came from, I was in a dark place at the time, but then it started to shift as I was writing. And sometimes for me, writing is very therapeutic. I don't know if you guys do any journaling, um, but writing is really therapeutic, especially um, there's one person that I listened to. I don't know if it came from Brene Brown or who it was that I was listening to, but they were talking about doing a brain dump by just getting all the negativity, all the thoughts that were all inside your brain that were holding you hostage because they're doing that mind movie that you can't let it go. Just to get it all out on paper, write it, write it, write it, do the, do the drain, the, <laughs> I'd say it backwards, do the brain dump, get it out of you so you can let it go. And then you'll be amazed at how you feel when it's over and done with. And you don't even have to save it. If it's something that you think you need to save, great. If something great came from it, wonderful. But if not, you can throw it away. You can burn it. You can do whatever. But getting that frustration or those uh, hangups in our head out onto paper sometimes is very therapeutic. So for me, I do a lot of writing whenever I feel stuck. And I'm going to share with you, I'm not going to read this whole thing because it did go on for a while. But when I reread it several days later, that's another thing I do is I'll write something and then I'll set it aside and then I'll reread it a few days later and go, oh, wow, that's where I was. 
wow, that's where my head was. And it's interesting. Here we go. Well, I guess I'll have to. There it is. Okay, sorry, guys. Here's where I was going to read to you. There is really a calling that creeps up on creative minds, a calling that starts as a low whisper in your subconscious, and sometimes it pricks at your skin like goosebumps, and then after a while it becomes an ache, and it's deep inside you, and it'll catch in your chest with longing. It's inescapable, this feeling, that you are meant for something else. Not that it means that you're destined for fame or greatness, but that your contribution to this world is pulling you, it's screaming at you even to shine bright and to share what only you and your <laughs> only you and your uniqueness can offer. And um, until you listen to that calling, it will not be silenced. In fact, the more you ignore it or try to, if you try to put it off, the louder it seems to get inside your head. It's like part of your soul that makes you you is finally getting your attention and it's afraid to be quiet now for fear if it is that you will forget that part of yourself which makes you whole. So I'm listening. I'm listening to the calling. I'm taking action and it's hard now to keep this slow train that wants so bad to reach, reach its destination. But, and I'm not going to read any more of that to you guys at this point, but what I want to let you know is it is a slow train when you know what you want to do and it's going to take you a while to get there because then all of a sudden it's like you've got that light at the end of the tunnel and you're wondering if you're ever going to reach it. So what I have to do when I'm in those moments is I have to sit back and tell myself, it's okay, Patty, you have plenty of time. Whatever it is that you're meant to do, you will get done. Whatever is not done was meant to be left undone because that means that you finally fulfilled whatever your purpose was. So anyway, that's where I, uh, that's where I am, you guys, with this right now, this podcast. This is one of my callings is I listened to so many other people talk. I listened to so many other um, inspirational things that came to me that helped me so much that I wanted to be on that train. I wanted to jump on that wagon with everybody because it just, it lifted me and made me feel so good when I was in such a dark space that I thought, you know what? I want to do that for others too now. I want to show them what it is to go from being somebody that was constantly um, second guessing everything to feeling more and more alive and secure in that I'm doing the things that I'm meant to be doing now. I'm reaching out to people with, you know, my Facebook group, which is, you know, beautiful second act Facebook group with this podcast, um, my website. And I think that if all of us just start listening to that slow, quiet whisper voice, we won't be bashed up against the head, you guys. So we're supposed to listen. We're supposed to do what our heart's desire is. And it doesn't matter if other people don't understand your path. It only matters that you understand it. Because every day you have to wake up with you and you have to be inside your mind. You have to sit with your own soul. You have to live with you. My dad has this saying, I love it. It's great. Everywhere I go, there I am. <laughs> so do that, which is your calling without any shame without any apologies. Just be your most authentic self 
and enjoy your life. So there'll be a lot more of this to come, you guys. Um, if you haven't followed me yet on um, my Facebook group for Beautiful Second Act, you can look me up there. And also I'm on Instagram at Beautiful Second Act. And so thanks for joining me so much, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I know you can do anything with your time that you want to. And the fact that you share it with me means so much. So thanks so much for being here. I hope to uh, have you tune in again in our next episode and let a friend know. If you liked uh, the content that you're getting here, please uh, go ahead and leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and um, I'll be talking to you soon. Take care.